everybody. Happy Thursday, everybody. March 24th, 2022, and welcome to episode number 265 of The Study Session. I am your grateful and appreciative host here, Jeremy Ritz, saying thank you, thank you, thank you for joining me here today. And today is an opportunity for pause and reflection to take a look at this Pittsburgh Steelers starting lineup, projected starting lineup, very early starting lineup following the glut of free agent signings. And we'll also highlight those positions still of need. Again, very grateful that you're joining me here today. Thank you. Thank you. Many thanks for being a supporter of the Still Study, for listening, reading, sharing my work with your family and friends. It truly does mean the world to me, so thank you for that. I would love to connect with you. We can make that happen one of three ways. You can comment directly on the articles at the bottom of the page. You can hit me up via email at thestillstudy at gmail.com. And you can also give me a follow on Twitter at Still Study. Would love to connect with you. Get your question, comment, feedback on the show. Every Saturday, I do the Steelers Saturday Mailbag in which I get your question, comment, feedback on the show. You drive the content. You make it happen. So be sure to check out The Bag on Saturday. And please also be reminded of the podcast that I do with Jim Wexel over on his site, the Still City Insider. Our podcast is called the Still City Insider Podcast. We are recording every other week at this moment. Our most recent episode features Mr. Craig Wolfley, the Pittsburgh Steelers color analyst, analyst, excuse me, for the team's radio broadcasts on WDVE Pittsburgh. Former Pittsburgh Steelers offensive lineman. It was a great show. Check it out. It is linked in the show notes. You don't want to miss it. And studyings, here we go. Time to pause and reflect after the free agent signings. And we'll start on the offensive side of the ball, but just an opportunity to kind of reset things, recheck things here and identify what work yet has to be done. We'll start on offense, quarterback, position looks like Mitch Trubisky is going to be the guy the starter the team's probably looking for some stability from him for a game manager who can also contribute on some potential quarterback runs if we look into the backfield more than likely TJ Watt when they have a fullback on the field it will be Watt not TJ excuse me Derek Although TJ probably could play fullback as athletic as he is. Running back, easy. That's Najee Harris, who is primed for a big year. Your two tight ends, again, no questions around that. You're going to have Pat Freyermuth in his second year out of Penn State, who will have an even bigger season after a strong rookie campaign. And then your second tight end is going to be Zach Gentry, who played very, very well in his third season last year. I'm looking for big things from him. At wide receiver, this is where some work still needs to be done. You're going to have Deontay Johnson and Chase Claypool, but beyond that, 
there are a lot of question marks. This highlights the needs that this team has that they probably will address somewhat in free agency, most definitely definitely in the draft. We could name Gunnar Olszewski here, the punt returner, kick returner that they signed. They could use him probably as a number five, but they still have a lot of work to do here at receiver. On the offensive line, if we go from left to right, left side, Dan Moore will be your left tackle. Your left guard more than likely will be Kevin Dotson or potentially maybe it's Kendrick Green. Maybe there's a battle for that spot. Center, either Mason Cole or Kendrick Green. I'm sure there will be some competition there. A lot of people will probably speculate that Mason Cole could be that guy. Right guard, more than likely going to be James Daniels. And then your right tackle will be Chukwuma Okorafor. Now, there has been some discussion that possibly James Daniels could be your center. He has played that position before. That Kevin Dodson could push over to the right side, which is his natural position. Kendrick Green would go to left guard, which is his natural position. And that could potentially be your offensive line makeup. But some... Some organization of those players along that top five is what we're looking at for next year unless there's another move that's made in the draft or in free agency. But that is currently what we are looking at. If we shift over to the defensive side of the ball, I am assuming Stephon Tuitt is returning. He'll be alongside Cameron Hayward, Tyson Alulu. And Montrevis Adams will split the snaps at nose when they're in their base package. And then you have Isaiah Loudermilk as your first man up in the rotation for Tuit and Hayward. We'll see what happens with that other depth. Potentially they could draft a defensive lineman here. I'm probably less optimistic on that happening. If Tuit and Alulu are back and are healthy... If we go to the inside backers, Devin Bush is going to get the call. Once again, he's going to get another opportunity to prove himself. He'll be alongside Miles Jack. Excited to see what he's going to contribute. I think he's going to be an electric player. And then on the outsides, TJ Watt, Alex Highsmith. Looking for big things from Highsmith this coming season. It will be year three. He showed great development from year one to year two. I expect that growth to continue in year three to form a formidable tandem with he and Watt. And then in your secondary, Cameron Sutton will be your left cornerback. The strong safety, we we don't know yet. That's still a position of need. Hopefully they can re-sign Terrell Edmonds there. Minka will be opposite at the free spot. And then your right cornerback, is going to be Akello Witherspoon with Levi Wallace more than likely being your third corner. In terms of your return man, that's going to be Gunnar Olszewski, the gentleman they just signed who was a free agent from New England. Your kicker will be Chris Boswell. Your punter, we're assuming it's Presley Harvin. Hopefully he improves over his rookie campaign And that's your 
that's your starting lineup as we sit here today, Thursday, March 24th. Now, still lots of work to be done. Big holes at the wide receiver position. They lost that possession receiver in Juju Smith-Schuster. They lost what was their, I guess, best attempt at an the concept of a deep threat in James Washington and then the shifty speedy Ray Ray McLeod lost him as well Olszewski somewhat fits that mold but they need that deep speed receiver and they need just a physical possession receiver again I've talked about the potential of signing Jarvis Landry to a free agent deal that hasn't happened yet that still could happen but they're definitely going to have to make some moves in this draft. Outside of that, strong safety. We don't know what's going to transpire there. Still no movement. Lots of rumors of the Honey Badger being pursued by the Steelers. I can't envision that. He's 30 years old. More upside for me, at least right now, looking at Terrell Edmonds, and he's got a lot of football left. He's got a lot of growth yet. I think he makes the most sense. So wide receiver, safety, those are the two spots where they still have work to do. And so if you think about that starting lineup, what are your thoughts? If you look at that starting lineup, you consider the opponents next year. Can this team compete? Can this team hang with a stacked AFC North, a Joe Burrow-led Cincinnati Bengals, a healthy Lamar Jackson-led Baltimore Ravens, and now a Deshaun Watson-led Cleveland Browns, assuming he is not suspended for a larger part of the season? Last year, I talked about Ben Roethlisberger serving as a game manager, playing within the system, within Matt Canada's RPO systems, with the motions, the jet sweeps. That never really materialized the way it should have in order for that to be successful. And now Mitchell Trubisky will get an opportunity to do that. And I think he will do a nice job the more that I chew on it. But again, you're not going to get the dynamic QB play from him that you could come to expect from an elite QB. He's going to play within the system. But you have to give kudos to the Steelers organization for filling as many holes that they have through free agency. And that really it's only down to safety and wide receiver where their needs are at this point. And then really, you could argue that they're going into this draft in a position to take the best player available. Now, they don't need a running back, so it's not going to be a running back, but they could, if a wide receiver falls and they don't make a move to get Malik Willis, maybe at 20 they snatch a receiver. Or maybe a Kenyon Green or Zion Johnson. They're available at 20. Maybe they grab a guard. As much as I'm clamoring for a quarterback, the Steelers could very well surprise us this coming April, and that is what makes this whole thing so much fun.
and study. Study and study and study and study and that is it. That is the end. That is the conclusion of episode number 265. My gratitude and appreciation to you for being a supporter of the Still Study. Love you guys so much. Drop me a line. You know how to do that. One of three ways. Comment, email, tweet. Let's make that happen. Check out the podcast I do with Wex. It's linked in the show notes. And I hope you have a wonderful unofficial kickoff to your weekend man here on this thursday yins guys get that weekend started right and i hope i see you back here on friday for another episode of the study session and in between now and then please remember that not everybody is a pittsburgh steelers fan but you most certainly are. Make it a great Thursday, everyone. Peace.